0: when we reached this tree LeGrand turned to jupiter and asked him if he thought he could climb it the old man seemed a little staggered by the question and for some moments made no reply at length he approached the huge trunk walked slowly around it and examined it with minute attention when he had completed his scrutiny he merely said yes massa jup climb any tree he abber see and he live then up with you as soon as possible for it will soon be too dark to see what we are about. How far must go up, Massa? inquired Jupiter. Get up the main trunk first, and then I will tell you which way to go. And here, stop, take this beetle with you. Debug, Massa will. De Go bug, cried the Negro, drawing back in dismay. What for must tote de bug way up de tree? Damned if I do. If you are afraid, Jup a great big negro like you to take hold of a harmless little dead beetle while you can carry it up by this string but if you do not take it up with you in some way i shall be under the necessity of breaking your head with this shovel what de matter now massa said jupe evidently shamed into compliance always want for to raise fuss wid the old nigger was only fun in anyhow me feared de bug what i care for de bug here he took cautiously hold of the extreme end of the string, and, maintaining the insect as far from his person as circumstances would permit, prepare to ascend the tree. In youth, the tulip tree, or Liriodendron tulipiferum, the most magnificent of American foresters, has a trunk peculiarly smooth, and often rises to a great height without lateral branches. But, in its riper age, the bark becomes gnarled and uneven while many short limbs make their appearance on the stem thus the difficulty of ascension in the present case lay more in semblance than in reality embracing the huge cylinder as closely as possible with his arms and knees seizing with his hands some projections and resting his naked toes upon others jupiter after one or two narrow escapes from falling at length wriggled himself into the first great fork and seemed to consider the whole business as virtually accomplished The risk of the achievement was, in fact, now over, although the climber was some sixty or seventy feet from the ground. Which way must go now, Massa Will? he asked. Keep up the largest branch, the one on this side, said Legrand. The negro obeyed him promptly, and apparently with but little trouble, ascending higher and higher, until no glimpse of his squat figure could be obtained through the dense foliage which enveloped it, Presently his voice was heard in a sort of halloo. "'How much fur is got for go?' "'How high up are you?' asked Legrand. Ever so fur,' replied the negro. "'Can see the sky through the top of the tree.' "'Never mind the sky, but attend to what I say. "'Look down the trunk and count the limbs below you on this side. "'How many limbs have you passed?' "'One, two, three, four, five. "'I done passed five big limbs, massa.' Upon this side? Then go one limb higher. In a few minutes the voice was heard again, announcing that the seventh limb was attained. Now, jupe, cried Legrand, evidently much excited. I want you to work your way out upon that limb as far as you can. If you see anything strange, let me know. By this time what little doubt I might have entertained of my poor friend's insanity was put finally at rest. I had no alternative but to conclude him stricken with lunacy and I became seriously anxious about getting him home. While I was pondering upon what was best to be done, Jupiter's voice was again heard. Most feared for to venture pon dis limb very far. Tis dead limb putty much all the way. Did you say it was a dead limb, Jupiter? cried Legrand in a quavering voice. Yes, massa, him dead as the doornail, done up for certain, done to part dis here life. What in the name of heaven shall I do? asked LeGrand, seemingly in the greatest distress. Do, said I, glad of an opportunity to interpose a word. Why, come home and go to bed. Come now. That's a fine fellow. It's getting late, and besides, you remember your promise. Jupiter, cried he, without heeding me in the least. Do you hear me? Yes, Massa will. Hear you ever so plain. Try the wood well, then, with your knife, and see if you think it very rotten. Im rotten massa, sure enough," replied the Negro in a few moments, "but not so berry rotten as Moppy. Maw venture out little way pawn de limb by myself. Dat's true."